standing here with David Carl outside UNM Soccer Complex. David, obviously, things have kind of been a little bit hectic the past couple days. News came out on Friday that Phoenix Rising had some members of their group test positive for COVID. Talk to, uh, tell me a little bit first about what is the USL policy on COVID currently and how does that, how does it affect uh, closer to game time? Yeah, so I think the, the most important thing for the USL, for Phoenix, for us, obviously is gonna be health and safety, right? That's always gonna be the number one thing. And so when we got the, the call on Friday that uh, the game is gonna need to be postponed, our, our goal in that situation was just to kind of get the ball rolling and figure out what we could as far as whether it's rescheduling or figuring out where we're going to go because, as you know, things are a little tough with scheduling yeah. um, where we are at the moment. Um, so, essentially, we, we heard from, from the league that there was going to be a postponement, and we just kind of operated from there. I mean, that's that's kind of what started the ball rolling. All right, so one of the things that's come out on Twitter is that the GM of Phoenix Rising came out and said that they were not initially involved in the conversations as far as the rescheduling of the match. What do those conversations look like? And you know, from from obviously New Mexico's perspective, you know, how do, who was involved in those conversations with the league, and how did how did those come about? And was Phoenix Rising involved? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, so in in that situation, again, the league reaches out to us, um, lets us know that the match is postponed, um, and then we start the conversation on trying to figure out what what will work here, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so that's trying to work with three different schedules. It's it's obviously trying to make things work with the Isotope schedule, with United schedule, and with Phoenix Rising schedule. And in a perfect world, we'd be playing a rescheduled match at Isotope Park where we can have twelve thousand plus, um, you know, in the stands. And unfortunately, um, through no fault of the Isotopes, they've got a schedule they've got to play. You know, right. they've got games they've got to play. Um, so there wasn't another space at Isotopes Park, another date rather at Isotopes Park for us to play in. Um, and so from there, uh, you know, we worked to find a date that works. Um, you know, we had a couple dates um, that might, might work and we, we proposed those and the league uh, had some dates and, and I think the, the conversation between the league and Phoenix and us just kind of uh, all went together and, and found a date that worked. And um, again, I don't think, I don't think playing this match in this way at this place is ideal for anybody. Um, again, you know, we're, Going from a, we would have had twelve thousand plus at the game to you know a maximum of about fifty five hundred here at at UNM, and we're we're so grateful to UNM for working with us on on a quick turnaround. It's crazy the stuff that they've been able to do on such a quick turnaround. Um, but obviously that's a, a big part of our home field advantage that's gone. Um, so uh, yeah, it's it's not ideal for us. It, it's certainly not ideal for Phoenix either. I know that. Um, obviously, you know they they're playing uh, they're going through COVID protocols themselves and mm -hmm. we're just trying to find the way uh, to play the game that makes the most sense. Yeah, there's been quite a big bit of backlash on social media. I'm sure you've seen a lot of it from not only Phoenix Rising supporters, but also some United supporters not happy about ticketing situation. Like you mentioned, you know, UNM obviously maximum capacity of about 5,500, 6,000, 5, 6, yeah. depending on additional seating brought in. Uh, currently, the club is not offering refunds to support, supporters of either club. You are, guys offer, are offering um, credit to another match. Um, is there any possibility of that changing for the rising supporters or even the United supporters? Um, because obviously, you know, there's nothing you guys can do about cost of travel sure. or lodging, things like that. But yeah, as far as ticket, ticket prices. Yeah, and so what, what we've communicated to, to fans uh, is to, we've put that form on social media, website, send it through a text message, um, put it um, kind of all over the place. And, and our hope is that folks will fill that out individually. And that's what we've responded to, to fans of both clubs. Fill that out individually. 
let us know what your situation is, right? Uh, you know, I, I'm a Phoenix fan and I came in and I'm not going to be able to attend, uh, you know, another match in New Mexico or, or I'm not going to come and see two teams that aren't my team, right? Um, and we're going to handle those on, on a case-by-case basis and, and hopefully be able to find the solution that works for every individual person. Again, this is obviously not an ideal situation, you know, having to reschedule the match for anybody, you know. It's not Phoenix's fault that, right. that a player or players got COVID. It's, you know, they're doing the best they can, we're doing the best we can, and, and hopefully we can find the right solutions for everybody. Yeah, obviously, again, you know, Phoenix right, Phoenix supporters obviously more so than United supporters are upset about it, and, you know, they're saying that the club kind of colluded with the league to force through the match, and now I don't, you know, that's why I asked the question earlier about, you know, how those conversations took place. I mean, obviously with so few dates available, you know, looking at rising schedule, there was a possibility that they could have done it, but they had like three weeks in a row of like Wednesday, Saturday, which obviously is not a good situation for any club. Sure. And with the isotope schedule, UNM, very limited date. So how was Tuesday decided upon? Yeah, uh, Phoenix was involved, New Mexico was involved, and the league was involved. And it was a conversation uh, between all three entities on that, and then you know throw into the into the mix UNM, making sure that they had some time and some space available. And again, they've been great. And Isotopes, you know, making sure, seeing if we could find another date that would work there. Um, again, through no fault of of through no fault of Isotopes, you know, they weren't we weren't able to find another date there because they've got a, a big long season to play. But um, yeah, everybody was involved in that conversation. Everybody was involved in deciding on the date. Um, Again, it's 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 not the ideal situation for anybody, right. um, and uh, we just hope to, to be able to play play a match on on Tuesday night and um, play in the best way possible and and yeah, go from there. Uh, one of the things that's been said by a, a couple rising supporters is that if it, it kind of goes back to the, the vote in the fall where United didn't uh, where the bond didn't pass for the stadium, hmm. suggesting you know, some rising supporters have suggested that uh, the match should potentially be paid, played out in Phoenix now. Obviously, for for United supporters, it's obviously not the ideal situation for the club. It's not ideal because of the fact we've already played one league and one Open Cup match out there. How important is it the, 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 that the series remain home and home, yeah. even though this is not technically a, a home match because it's not at the lab? Yeah, of course. I think every every fan base wants to see as many games as, at home as possible. Um, and, you know, our home fans deserve to have, uh, um, our fans in New Mexico deserve to have a match here at home. We haven't had one in three years. Um, is it unfortunate that we don't have our own stadium at the moment? Of course, of course, we'd love to have our own stadium and we're, we're working towards hopefully making that happen. Um, but we still, just because we can't play in one stadium doesn't mean we can't play in New Mexico. Um, and we're doing everything we can, again, working with a lot of great partners like UNM and like the Isotopes to make that happen because, again, we want our fans to be able to cheer on their team against Phoenix at home. So you've been out here working on getting the help get the field ready for for tomorrow night. Um, how's the pitch looking? How's it how's it playing? Have you said the guys have been out here recently to play on it? I don't think the guys have been out here yet, um, but uh, they'll be out here tomorrow ahead of time uh, to check out the field and everything. That looks great. Um, you know, we're getting the the field signs and the you know all the million things that people don't think about that go into a game day. Getting that all set up. Um, yeah, obviously it's a different surface than at Isotopes Park. Um, you know, every surface is going to be different, but you know our guys travel to a bunch of different surfaces around the league as it is. You know, there's turf in the league. There's uh, there's natural grass. There's baseball stadiums. There's soccer specific stadiums. So, um, you know, our guys have played here before, obviously in the Open Cup, um, and uh, looking forward to playing. With the quick turnaround time between and the change in locations, how much how much work? I mean, obviously we're right across the street from the lab. Mm-hmm. 
you know, how much work goes into getting that uh, switched over from one location to the other. And, you know, like, I, I, you're, I'm assuming there's other folks, you know, wandering around doing stuff. <laughs> it's not just me, no. <laughs> yeah. No, I uh, actually, I'm, I'm part of a, a larger crew. I actually just got here. They've been working all day. I was okay. just kind of working on a few things. I, I've literally just been working for about 20 minutes. Um, but, yeah, there's a crew. They're over at Topes right now picking up some more stuff. They're going to bring it back over. We're going to load it in. It's a lot of work. Yeah. Um, but, again, uh, we wouldn't. First of all, the, this club wouldn't exist without the Albuquerque Isotopes, to be very clear. We wouldn't have had a place to play in the first place, and we wouldn't have been able to start the team. Um, and then, obviously, we wouldn't be able to play this match uh, without UNM. So, uh, just super grateful that we're able to do these things, and we wouldn't be able to do it without the support of those organizations and the people who work their butts off to, uh, to make game day happen. Um, so... Uh... Because of the because of the quarantine protocols that the USL has in place, Phoenix Rising it's been reported they're going to be without with a number of players. They've signed six academy players now ahead of the match tomorrow night. Um, again, it's like you said, it's not ideal for any club. Um, what sort of a, a change do you think that that plays heading into tomorrow tomorrow night? You talking about tactically? Uh, not necessarily tactically, but like from a from a planning standpoint. Um, and then obviously, if if that were to happen, do you not have to bring up? that number not that many academy players mm -hmm. like how big of a difference do you think that makes it's a good question um you know I, I i'm sure those players are excited to get their opportunity uh, i'm sure they're excited to get the opportunity to play in a rivalry game um and you know anytime you can get some some players who come up through your academy and get to play with the first team you know we saw with christian nava last season and, and then into this season um it's an exciting thing it's a new thing um and I'm, I'm happy for Phoenix fans and for those players and for the families of those players that they get to get into that opportunity and, and try it for the first time and see how they fare. And um, I don't want to wish them all the luck in the world, but, yeah. you know, I, I wish them the best of luck in their careers. And uh, I think it's, it's a great opportunity. One, another concern that come up, came up because of that is uh, it's going to be a sham of a match because if United is playing against six to eight academy players, like, do you really feel like that's the case? Or do you feel like if these kids are being called up, then obviously, you know, we talk about Christian Nava and some of the other kids we've had seen opportunities. If they're getting signed, the, the club either thinks that they're ready for that opportunity. Yeah, I, I, I don't agree with that phrasing at all. You know, we're coming out here planning to play a match against an opponent in the USL Championship with three points on the line. I mean, it, it, I think it really can be that simple, um, and we hope to win. Uh, what do you what do you think about the league? So obviously there's been a number of, of postponements for the past couple for the past couple weeks. So I think this is the fourth match now that's been postponed due to COVID. Um, but this one was the fastest to get rescheduled. Um, is that something more because of how because of the clubs getting involved and the, just the speed of the, the talks as far as that goes, or do you think it's do you think there's some reason this one got? You know, I'm not sure. Um, you know, we were when the match was postponed, we just got to work on trying to find a reschedule date and mm -hmm. uh, the ones that made sense. You know, we had a, a few dates kind of in quick succession. I think Wednesday was a possibility, Tuesday was a possibility, and uh, Phoenix told us they preferred Tuesday, um, and so we went with Tuesday. Okay. Yeah. All right, well. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty simple. All right, well, I mean, I think, I think that answers a lot of questions, because, you know, like I said, uh, there's been a lot of talk on, on yeah. social media. And, and, and I, I totally get, you know, fans from all, you know, from both sides of this, um, you know, being upset one way or the other, you know, we're, we're we're not it's again this isn't the best possible situation for us yeah. um you know like going from twelve thousand plus fans to you know 5500 6000 um again while we're very grateful to unm that's a huge revenue loss for us enormous yeah. um and and that's not good for the club um you know and again i think we're gonna do our best we're gonna come out here try and get three points try and put on the best possible experience for for fans both home and away and that'll be it all right, all right. thanks david yeah